Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So we want to talk about all things election. 43 days till the all-important midterm elections. 43 days. And Peter Towie here Real Clear Politics and Real Clear PA to talk to us with your takeaways. Hey, Peter, about the all important, of course, Senate race. And I, I have sound. We could actually go to, um, you know, any any sound that we want to talk about. Oz, he was speaking out about his health report. We have Fetterman at a, a rally um, talking about the midterms. So we could do that, too, if, if you want to go to that. But take me through this and the importance of the election and, and what you're talking about with regards to the latest polls. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Absolutely. You know, yeah, and Pennsylvania is uh, once again living up to its uh, its name, the Keystone State. <laughs> uh, as we, you know, as we get closer to Election Day, um, you know, this race is really starting to focus in not only here in Pennsylvania, but nationally as a, a key battleground for the control of the U.S. Senate. Um, obviously, it's a divided center right now with being at 50-50 with Kamala Harris being the tie-breaking vote. Um, and Pennsylvania is up again. And um, if Republicans are able to win uh, Pennsylvania, the odds of them uh, gaining control of the Senate increase significantly. So this is not only extremely important to ensure that we have you know, good, a good Republican senator here in Pennsylvania, but it does have national implications as well. And you wrote about Dr. Oz. Of course, uh, Nikki Haley was here in-house at Odyssey World Headquarters in Philadelphia. Uh, Nikki Haley coming in, Ambassador Haley, or former Ambassador Haley coming here to stump for Oz. A lot of people feel that he wasn't their first choice or maybe even their, their second choice. And so, you know, you have Dr. Mehmet Oz versus John Fetterman, Lieutenant Governor, the Democrat on that side. Why do you think and why do you write this, that Dr. Oz is the right choice for Pennsylvania? Yeah, I think it's a couple things. And obviously, we had a, you know, we had a very spirited uh, primary. Um, <laughs> you, know, people, <laughs> you know, people, people kind of obviously made, you know, they made their decision and Oz became the nominee. And I think people are really rallying around him. I know you saw just a couple weeks ago in Bucks County. He was with uh, Senator Kennedy and had, you know, I think it was 12, 1,500 people there. So I think there is a lot of energy behind um, Dr. Oz's candidacy. But I think that, you know, as, as the choice has really crystallized for people, and this is why you see the polls tightening from over the summer, 
um, you know, John Fetterman is completely out of touch with, you know, with the voters of this state on any variety of issues. I mean, you name it from crime to the economic policies to his anti-energy policies, the list really goes on and on. Um, and Dr. Oz has lived the American dream. I mean, his parents came here with very little. He worked his way through college, became a successful surgeon, um, you know, created a show that's known from coast to coast. I think, you know, Dr. Oz is going to be a check and balance on, you know, the runaway you know, policies that of the Biden administration that have really given us this unchecked inflation, higher costs of gas, higher costs of, you know, a gallon of milk, everything else, you name it. Um, you know, and, and also, Dr. Oz has earned the endorsement of not only the state police, but then locally the Lodge 5 here in Philadelphia. And those are the folks that are on the streets every day fighting back you know, and trying to really keep our streets safe. And they know that Oz is going to have their back. And that's extremely important. Fetterman just could not be any worse on the crime issue. So. Yeah, and you speak of that. And you know what? Um, I'll ask our producer, Henry, if you can play. This is Dr. Oz. Uh, speaking about, you know, the fact he he was on Newsmax recently talking about Philadelphia and uh, that accusing Fetterman, his opponent, of being the most pro-murder candidate in the country. Listen in to Dr. Oz speaking out on Newsmax. Oh, it's hidden. Believe me, you run advertisements where you literally put what his words are up on the screen. You allow statements that he's made on video to be played in front of audiences and they look up from whatever they're doing. He is the most pro-murderer candidate in America right now. And it is stunning when you hear the specific cases, times when he has actually lobbied to release first degree murders. There's a case recently where a, a, a man who had murdered his girlfriend's mother with scissors uh, Fetterman argued to release him. He'd learned yoga in prison. He'd gotten a horticultural degree. So Fetterman said it didn't square with him that this man was still in prison. Now, Josh Shapiro, who's running for governor and is the attorney general, had rejected that appeal from Fetterman. And they got into a tussle over it. But these are the kinds of cases when, when folks hear them and see them on television ads, they can't possibly vote for Fetterman. That's one of the reasons that the polls have closed so dramatically. But there's a deeper current here. We talk a lot about economic issues, and they're very important in Pennsylvania. But in Philadelphia, which is where 42% of the votes are, murder is a major problem because it's higher than it has ever been before. Yeah. And so when you've got that kind of a crisis happening right in your backyard, people focus on it. And we've got a governor's candidate whose policies are directly responsible for some of the atrocities we're seeing, the lawlessness. And I, I was in Philadelphia on Monday touring around an area called Kensington where, you know, that's where Rocky was running around through sure. the streets. Yep. Right. So Kensington was not a bad area. I went to, to graduate school in Philadelphia and I lived in, in West Philly. So I, you could go down to Kensington. Now you can't. It is the largest open air drug market in the country. Much of that, again, caused because you have open borders, which Fetterman wants, fentanyl pouring across. You have an environment where the police are not allowed to do their job. You en- encourage uh, people who are addicted to drugs to, to li- live their lives there. So th- you have swaths of the city now covered with people with needles hanging out of their bodies. And guess who can't go home? People own the properties there. Shop owners can't open up. There's no tax revenue. So it actually hurts the so city. So you get but the it's picture of what he's saying. This is Dr. Oz speaking, speaking out about this. And Peter Toey is here with Real Clear Pennsylvania. You've written a, a brilliant article about this, Peter, but this this is these issues that Oz is finally getting away from the crudite, snarky, you know, Twitter war and getting into the meat of the issues, you feel these are the winning issues for Oz. 
Correct. And these are the issues that John Fetterman is completely out of touch with everybody in Pennsylvania. I mean, nobody thinks, I mean, nobody, maybe I guess other than John Fetterman, thinks it's okay to release violent violent felons onto the streets, right? I mean, John Fetterman thinks you can just release one-third of the prisoners and everything would be fine. I mean, Philadelphia has, for the second year in a row, is on track to break our murder record, right? I mean, it is a terrible situation. And anybody that thinks you can just put violent felons back on the street and have no repercussions does not deserve to be a U.S. senator. I mean, and that is that is what John Fetterman's record is, and that is what people are learning as this campaign progresses. And that's why I think you just see John Fetterman's uh, campaign in complete disarray, having to try to walk back all these radical statements um, from that he's made over over the years um, to try and say and you know, to try and fool the voters uh, that he's not who he is. And headed into the winter, I mean, another you know issue that you hit hard is talking about for everybody American energy and that Fetterman wants to ban fracking. Can you talk a little bit about that, Peter? Absolutely. I mean, it is it is a um, it is truly a radical position. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of people across the state that are touched by the energy, energy, energy economy, not only the people that work on the oil rigs, but the businesses that support them. I mean, this stretches from, you know, Scranton down to Pittsburgh and and also statewide in that in the regard that, you know, 51 percent of people use natural gas for their heating, you know, to heat their homes. I mean, banning fracking not only makes our cost of living go up, but makes us less secure as a nation. And it really is just another, is this another example where John Fetterman is only aligned with the far radical parts of his part of his party and is out of step with the rest of Pennsylvania. Let me read you one line. And this was NBC news writing nationally. NBC News, a six foot eight at six foot eight with a bald head and tattoos. Fetterman, the Harvard educated white mayor of a predominantly black city, won acclaim as a hands on community based blue collar progressive, guaranteeing him more consistent national attention than any other small town mayor in the country. That's how the you know, the media describes him as this big likable blue collar guy who you'd much rather have a a beer with. And so does that likability continue to resonate with him as we as we look at these polls, you know, which have been, I know, a little back and forth, but fairly close, you know, for for this upcoming election, 43 days away. Um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, uh, John Fetterman's record is what people are going to judge him on. And that is a record of supporting violent criminals getting out of jail, being a 51st vote for every terrible economic policy that the Biden administration has advocated for that has raised the cost of living. He thinks, you know, as we talked about, that fracking needs to be banned. I mean, that's going to be what, what John Fetterman gets gets judged on. He has a record. Dr. Oz is litig- litigating that against against him and comparing that with, with his vision for Pennsylvania and what we need. And I think that, you know, John Fetterman's Twitter campaign is something that the press loves to talk about, but real people are not on Twitter. I mean, that is not where people live their lives. They, they are actually going to the grocery store and filling up their gas tanks and watching all of those, those prices increase. And that's what they're going to 
judge these candidates on is the policies they're advocating for or have advocated for. And when they look at Dr. Oz compared to John Fetterman, there is no doubt in my mind that Dr. Oz is going to beat John Fetterman and you're going to continue to see the polls tighten. I mean, Pennsylvania is always close, right? I mean, other than in like really big wave Democratic years, I mean, in 2010, the Senate race was decided by less than two points. 2016, where it was decided by less than two points. Donald Trump in 2016 won by 45,000 votes. Then in 2020, he won by 1.2%, right? I mean, these these races always always do tighten as you get into the fall, um, and Oz is really on the offense, and he was outspent over the summer. I mean, Fetterman and his allies outspent uh, Oz about four or five to one. That has changed, and people are starting to learn who John Fetterman is, and they don't like his record when they learn about it. Yeah, I mean, the latest, and I always love, you know, real clear politics. I know you're real clear PA, but real clear politics has every poll and the rundown, which is a great site for people to check out, but... Oz Fetterman, Morning Call, has it, you know, Fetterman plus five, but it's still close. It's 49 to 44 percent. But when you look at Mastriano Shapiro, same Morning Call, I mean, that's Shapiro plus 11. And so I hear Oz more and more talking about, you know, trying to trying to bring up Mastriano for governor, because I wonder if, uh, you know, Oz is a smart guy, he's an analytical guy. Is is Mastriano going to, you know, are those numbers going to bring the Oz numbers down? Uh, no, I mean, I think there's a long history in Pennsylvania of people splitting their ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on state issues, you know, our, our state elections are decided on a different set of issues than federal elections. And even uh, I think back to 2010 when there was a governor's race and a Senate race, those two, uh, you know, Tom Corbett won by 10 points. Senator Toomey won by less than two, right? So, I mean, people have in Pennsylvania have shown a long time of being able to uh, be educated voters and make a decision, you know, based on two sets of sets of issues. So, um, that divergence, you know, I, I wouldn't think too much of it. But it, like I said, there's a long history of ticket splitting. So. <laughs> I hear you. Well, Peter Toey, we always appreciate your expertise, and thank you so much for for you know giving us your insight, taking the time out for us. And for those of you that want to see his latest great writing, it's uh, Dr. Oz is the right choice for Pennsylvania. It's realclearpennsylvania.com. Peter, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, You know, there's so much happening. I'm going to update you because there's new information on the case um, that I had talked to you about, uh, about a local man making national news arrested on these federal charges for what happened a year ago that's not going away and we now have uh, large catholic and christian groups backing him so i'll tell you about that it's all coming up just ahead right here on the dawn show hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.